Hi. Um, hi. Um, welcome to uh, this week's podcast of Let's Talk Dating um, with me, Amy Ferris from Love Generator. And I am joined by uh, Jade from Jaded Dating today, who is a dating coach and all round dating guru and extremely funny dating blogger. So hi, Jade. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. So um, we were speaking earlier today and I was telling, speaking to you about how I was reading through all your website and reading all your dating dilemmas and dating stories in your blogs um, and how like really real they are. So I think probably every single female who's been dating in the last like <laughs> five years or so with dating over uh, the pandemic and using dating apps and trying to find chemistry on a date and all those things. So I wanted um, to just hear some of your stories today and get some of your advice and, you know, tell people how you think that dating should be as we walk out of the pandemic and hear about some of your funny dating stories. So, Jade, give us a bit of an intro. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, um, I live in Glasgow. Um, up in Scotland. I launched my dating blog, Jaded Dating. Um, If you don't know what Jaded means, look it up on Urban Dictionary and you'll go, that is how I feel about dating. So (laughs) it's great that that word just sums up how we all feel when when we're dating as well as the fact it's my name. Um, So I launched my blog, Jaded Dating, um, the 1st of January, 2014. And yeah, I have written about dating ever since. And over the last couple of years, I've just gone on to do more and more things dating related. So you have literally dated before the pandemic, you've dated on dating apps, you've dated in virtual dating, um, you've dated um, in the middle when the pandemic will let you go out and meet people, but you know, you can't have physical contact with them. You've done it all, haven't you? So um, yeah. What has been your most interesting dating story, I would say, over the last 12 months? Um, <laughs> what is that for you? <laughs> well, there's quite a few. I think the most interesting one and the ones that my readers have been really interested in um, has been that there has somebody that I actually dated for quite a while during the pandemic. So I actually matched with this guy on Plenty of Fish about seven, eight years ago. I think it was actually before I even had the blog. So we always had, but we never had a date. He asked me to a party. I couldn't go and that was it. We never dated, but we've always had each other on social media and we've always liked the odd picture. And he he actually had a dating blog at one point as well. Oh, no one? Yeah. So it was very much like he's a male version of me and that's probably not a good thing. Anyway. Yeah we had started chatting on Instagram just as the pandemic was kind of kicking off but we weren't actually in lockdown yet Mm. but we had a feeling we maybe would be and I had been like oh we never got that date and he was like I know why did we never get that date I went oh well if we go into lockdown let's do a Skype date on Saturday you know when you thought the lockdown was going to be three weeks yeah and (laughs) we did we did we had that Um, well yeah really well i couldn't actually believe the chemistry and the flirting through the screen it was actually insane um how did you find the chemistry was that your first um like virtual date through the screen that you've done yeah that was the very first week of lockdown so and how did you find it how did you manage to feel the chemistry um over the screen it's very different isn't it 
Yeah, it's very different. But I got dressed up the way I would if I was going on a date. You know, I wore a really nice top, my skinnies. I even wore my heels, spritzed my perfume. <laughs> yeah, we both got red wine, you know, to feel like we were drinking the same thing as you would usually. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, you know, strange at first. I mean, obviously the alcohol helped, but... Um, of course. <laughs> not to promote that, but uh, such a cliche Scottish girl, I know. But... Um, yeah, we That's... just really got on, and I, I I can't really explain how I made made the flirting happen. It just yeah. happened. And did it lead to a second date? Well, that's why people have been so interested because we shut the laptop down. He was like, that was fun. We kind of spoke a little bit and we're like, should we do it again this weekend? And then he ghosted me. No! For yeah. Find out. Well, I mean, it don't really give people excuses but it was the pandemic he was working he was he had like bubbled up with his family and there was kids there and everything I was on my own I was on furlough um so then it was like the month later when I wrote my blog about it he got in touch oh he got back in touch so did he so how long were you ghosted for so I think it had been about six weeks before I brought the blog out Wow. And did he fully ghost you on on everything with absolutely no reason whatsoever, just totally disappeared off the radar? No, well, he kept me on social media, so it's not like he disappeared in that sense. Mm-hmm. He just didn't respond back Okay. Um, to the message. And then he got back in touch with you then, did he? Yeah, it was really funny. It was actually on the Saturday night. I was um, watching a Marvel movie and I was going on about how I didn't understand it on my Instagram stories and he responded and I was like oh that's really strange I've got this blog coming out about him tomorrow Um, (laughs) did he read the blog (laughs) so yeah he read the blog um so he got in touch just to say that I was actually a great writer and he completely agreed with everything I said there was chemistry and that he and he did apologize and I was like oh it's fine good yeah. So then, then we kind of started chatting again, but it was all very blasé, like, and things were starting to look like they might open again. Um, yes. But then, because I was watching all these Marvel movies, he was like, hey, why don't we watch the same one sometime? So I was like, oh, okay. So we ended up on FaceTime watching the Avengers at the same time. Yeah, that's n- nice and romantic. Yeah, so we did that, and then after that, we decided to finally... Ha- so I wrote a blog about that, and during that yeah. time, we had decided that now that places were open, we were going to finally meet up. So I actually had three dates with him over a six-month period, but, you know, a really crazy time. So people were really invested. <laughs> so when you finally got to meet each other face-to-face, after that's a big build-up, isn't it, six months, mm. um, how did it go? It's, it's really strange. I can't. I probably can't even really explain it right now on this because, but on reflection, the absolute anxiety of it all because of the pressure. You know, yeah. I had waited seven years to finally have that first date with them, and then because it was, and then because I had put that story out there, and people were like really invested, and I wanted it to go so well. But then it was also yeah. really strange to have an in-person date because I hadn't done it in so long, and yeah, it went really, really well. We got a little bit tipsy. We sat out in the sun. Yeah, um, it was a good time. And then I came home, and it just hasn't been anything since. Oh, no, I was hoping that was going to have um, a happy ending. So after that, you just kind of fizzled out, did it, after you'd done the initial meet? Yeah, we were both just a bit like that. Didn't feel 
like we right. thought it would but I, I mean I don't know if a lot of it was to do with the anxiety of the pressure if you're waiting that length of time for a date with someone you literally want fireworks don't you as soon as you see them so um yeah oh dear well I'm sorry that didn't that didn't go as as planned and I bet your readers were waiting to have like the oh we're getting married vlog yeah I think they were really hoping for the fairy tale or something yeah it would have been a good story for sure (laughs) so you have got so many vlogs on your website which are hilarious um but you also do loads of other things to do with dating don't you so yeah. you are also a dating coach which is fantastic and I think your experience in dating and being like in the field going out and doing it is so vital to be a great dating coach um you know you've compared yourself to Carrie Bradshaw in some of your blogs which <laughs> <laughs> is fantastic going out there living the life and then um advising people so on your dating coaching like give us a little bit of an overview of the type of ser- like service and the people that you can help and you know your advice to people now moving out of lockdown hopefully um and being on the dating apps or making face-to-face dating like what's your advice to people now to do this and to to really win it win at dating Well, the whole point of my blog and then why I got into coaching was just to try and say, enjoy the process, you know, Mm -hmm. like you should actually really enjoy being single and make sure you find the right person for you. And if that takes a little bit longer than some of your friends, then that's okay. Yeah. Like it will be worth it. So that's that's my main goal. However, then getting to talk to people and, and starting to become experienced in this. And then from doing my own reflection for seven, eight years to then becoming a coach, I really help people understand what it is that they want and need from a partner. Mm. Because sometimes they think they, what they want isn't always actually what they need. You know, like a need is so much more important than a want. You might want him to be six foot five and tattooed, but you don't need him to be. Well, you might, you yeah. might. Everyone's different. I let them, <laughs> I let them help help figure that out on their own. I would never tell somebody. Um, and then, you know, I, I let people figure out what their dating patterns are and what what they think that they should keep and what they should actually change. But very interesting you the way you do your dating coaching is to let them realize it on their own isn't it not to tell them what they're doing wrong or what they mistakes they may have made or patterns you kind of guide them don't you to judging it themselves oh absolutely that's that's what coaches do it's it's non-judgmental and and it's not right or wrong we just mm. support you and ask you the questions and let you talk and whatever's on your mind and the things that you might not ever actually see out loud to another person you can say yeah. to us and what I'll do then is I'll just ask you questions from what you say so I would never yeah. say to you well your problem is xyz I will just yeah. ask questions say what do you mean when you say that and they go oh my god my problem is xyz <laughs> and go okay like a moment for them yeah and, then and they, so then we, we, we sort of brainstorm how they can change it in a way that they're comfortable with in a way that will work yeah. for them Whereas when you talk to your friends and family members, they'll just say, well, your problem is this, but they, they don't have a solution. But also their also, solution might work for them, but not for that person. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, friends and family and um, people that are very close to you can often be judgmental and have really strong opinions because they want what's best for them in their opinion, don't they? And it yeah. isn't necessarily what is best for you as a person. Um, 
And just going back to a point that you made, so being a being a female, so I'm in I'm 36, and you know there is pressure around women in their late 30s. You know when you're getting married, when you're having kids, when you're settling down. How do you? What advice would you give to women that are in this situation that feel pressured from society and social media? That you know it's when it's right for you isn't it? It's not because everyone in society is telling you to do so. So when you're speaking to your clients or um, advising people, like what's your what's your best advice for women in that situation, like in your, your late 30s and haven't settled down yet? That is my advice, is it's up to you when you settle down. So there might be various reasons as to why they've not settled down. It might actually be because they don't want to, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Just, and sometimes I might actually just be helping people figure out how they actually respond to other people if that is the yeah. situation. Whereas if they do feel like they really, really want it, it's almost like, well, you need to take a breath and you actually need to ignore those pressures So because those pressures are maybe why you're making the wrong decisions in who you're dating right now. You know, and, and, yeah, that's and strip that back a little bit. And I know I understand it's so, so difficult to not think my clock's ticking and I, and I need, I, I'm ready, I'm so ready to find my person. But you, you just need to pull back a little bit to enjoy it because the worst thing you can do is, is end up with the wrong person, you know, as much as, as much as you can control that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's absolutely fantastic sound advice um, because women do feel like they have to settle down and the clock's ticking if they want children yeah um or also when you go to a party or you go to an event and someone will say why are you single and you have to explain why you're single or you have to explain why you haven't had children yet um it's quite difficult sometimes and some people are embarrassed about it so yeah it's it's that's fantastic advice jade it's it's about you isn't it in your own personal situation yeah um so have you got um, any advice for people that have been on dating apps and they just haven't, like, how have you got the best out of dating apps, would you say? Is there any tips you could give to people to, to help them? <laughs> Sometimes I say practice, practice, practice and keep going. <laughs> um, yeah. But notice, notice the types of profiles that you always swipe yes on. You know mm. what notice what what's similar about them yeah and if you're going for the same sort of person yeah. over and over again absolutely um yeah sometimes people might find that they might have a certain picture or something said in their bio and they always mm. get the same comment and it's not really maybe something very nice i've actually got a whole blog on on that um but sometimes you might actually need to change your dating profile yourself. So I would absolutely, in that sense, go ask your friends because your friends are going to say the best things about you. So they're going to word it in a best way. But there's also services out there that help with dating profiles. So there's yeah, there all levels of help. So if you don't, if you are too embarrassed to ask your friends or ask a family member, then there's people out there who will be completely non-judgmental and, and are experts in that. So- Yeah, and- oh, No, I was just gonna say, so say. just really, I always say to people, just spend half an hour or one hour looking through your dating apps or thinking about the last, you know, maybe dates or relationships that you've been in over the last maybe three years and what have they all got in common? What do you want to keep from that? And what do you want to let go of? How do you let go of those things? And also sometimes you can have a picture of you maybe three or five years ago and you're not that person anymore. 
um, and people will be looking at the pictures of you maybe at a party or something and maybe now you've moved on from that so keeping it updated to actually how you are at the moment is is key I think as well isn't it I know when I was on dating apps I used to have ones that were probably like five years out of date and it wasn't didn't even marry up to me like how I actually am now um and then you get the wrong people yeah. trying to message you about it um but... another another tip that I would give is um I actually raised a bit the psychology of of dating profiles back from when they put ads in the paper in the 1900s but what people are actually doing on their dating profiles is they're writing what they think people want to hear. Yeah. So absolutely. make sure you're being really true to yourself. Yeah, and make and because you're going to get the wrong people over and over again, aren't yeah. you? That are going to be connecting with you. Um, so Jade, also apart from being a blog writer and a dating coach, you also do speed dating and single events. So you are like the busiest lady <laughs> dating, probably doing all these different things. Um, I was going to go on to your speed speed dating stories, but that's probably maybe a, t- a podcast for another time when we'll back out speed dating again and people can go to the speed single events. Um, in your dating history and your, you know, to all your past dates you've been on, what has been your funniest, almost cringeworthy moment when you have been on a date and how did you deal with it? Oh, I mean, I have so many. There was one of the dates I went on, uh, honestly. Um, but then I hear other people's stories and I actually think, God, my life has actually been quite quiet and boring. Um, it's, not, it's not that wild. Um, but even just last year, I went on a date with a guy. So this was just when um, the pubs and the bars and everything had opened. And he was like, oh, I, I saw... I saw your writing, you're very, very good as all times. He's like, is that what you graduated in? I was like, no, but blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah. I, I really like writing. And I was like, oh, great. And it's funny, because he was he was my <laughs> age, but he seemed a lot younger and not in the lot yo- a lot younger like some of my other blogs that when I was talking to you about earlier, where he was a bit arrogant yeah. and immature. He just seemed really innocent. But he was like, oh, yeah. I'm working on a short story. I'd love for you to read it. So I was like, uh, uh, oh, oh where's my wine um and I was like yeah I mean I'll give you my email address he's like no you could read it now and he handed me his phone and he was just sitting looking at me with puppy dog eyes while I read and it just I felt like a teacher it was just I wanted the ground to swallow me up I was like oh bless him I mean it's not a bad it's not a trait of a bad person but it's just one of those situations where after 20 minutes it really did not feel like a date (laughs) Oh my goodness! So how long was you reading the reading the um, writing for? Not long. There was <laughs> there wasn't a a lot. I'm a very fast reader. Um, yeah. Because obviously I write and I review books, so I am a fast yeah. reader. <laughs> Luckily, didn't it? But, but I had to give him feedback, and I was like, "How honest are you being?" And I was like, oh, "I'm just going to be really honest about it because this is not this is not my future husband. It's okay." But oh. <laughs> did you have? Did you have your red teacher's pen handy in your pocket so you could cross out spelling mistakes or telling where he's um where he's making some grammar colours? I mean, it was quite hard to know. I know, bless him, but it's that's not a bad thing. It's just kind of an example of of how awkward and unexpected dates can sometimes go. But I've absolutely had people who do not look like their profile pictures, who have yeah, maybe been a bit have. drunk by the time they've arrived. I've had red wine spilled down me. I've yeah. There's always the ones that put on the pictures that maybe are slightly out of date or they may be not the same size as they was before or they just look totally different, don't they? And you kind of get catfished a little bit. So, yeah, um, it's called kitten fishing. 
kitten fishing. Yeah, oh, so okay. I had that day and he seemed so perfect from his profile and he was we were on the phone a yes. couple of times as well and he was a bit older and he just seemed brilliant. I was so excited for the date. But um yeah. yeah, his pictures were definitely about 12, 12 years ago and definitely a, a lot lighter weight wise and it wouldn't have been an issue <laughs> if he just had that picture yeah. and yeah and then on on the yeah, date but- he was just not the nice guy that he had really portrayed on his on his profile oh. and on his app it just it was so disappointing I actually think that's really disappointing when you've been on dating apps and sometimes you have a really good chat with you with people can't you on the conversations and you're chatting to them you're really excited about the mm-hmm. date and then you get there and they may be you know like attractive you've probably got the attraction there but the conversation just isn't flowing the same and it's all so disappointing so I always think how is it that you had good connection on chat like on messaging but then actually face to face our connection just isn't there at all so um that's always really really disappointing when you think you're gonna have like the date of a lifetime and then can't wait to get the bill in I home. know but again <laughs> sometimes it's best to not get too excited about your first date from someone on a dating app yes. and I'm not I am I am very optimistic everyone says that about me that is the point of me in my blog is to remain optimistic yeah. but just just always go into the first date going we'll just see what happens we'll just see what happens and then get really excited (laughs) if it's a good first date then you can get really really excited at the second I think that is absolutely sound advice Um, and I think all the ladies out there and men if any men are listening um, all the ladies out there that have like thought about the engagement ring and who they're going to invite for the marriage before they've even been on the date just uh, chill your boots a little bit and just wait and see how it goes first of all because um, you know we've all done it and it doesn't often work out that way does it <laughs> um so jade i have really really enjoyed chatting to you about um about your stories today and your advice and i would highly recommend everyone checking out your website so um we we obviously met on insta we haven't met we've only met virtually via insta but um can you give everyone your contact details and you know what type of people you're interested in working with and what types of people that are good for you to come to your dating uh, coaching yes so my website is www.jadeddating.com and my yep. instagram is jadeddatinglife or one words and you can find me on facebook with jadeddatinglife as well and i highly recommend everyone checking out jade's blogs because they're hilarious and you can i said this earlier i don't want to repeat myself but you can relate to it because if you're a a lady going out on dates you can be like oh i've had that date or i've had a similar sort of date from that so you know it's, it's really worth a really good read um so yes thank you so much thank jade. you I really really enjoyed it and um, that's all for today from our matchmaking podcast. Um, and we will be back next week with our next instalment. Um, and do get in touch with Jade and hopefully she can help you with any dating issues that you might have. Um, thank you so much, Jade. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time getting to know you. <laughs> no worries. All right, take care. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.